You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. And today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. We'll get to them in a moment. But uh, Daniel and I are back for another episode. This yes, is Lockdown Bulldogs on Lockdown Podcast. Your team every day. We're leading up to Friday's game against <sighs> the we're, four. We're 24 Mitchell hours Bulldogs. away. Clint. We're 24 hours away from Ooh. you, boy. Tomorrow morning, we will be with you. Uh, giving you a little yes. a little fresh sprinkle of some excitement, talking about our takes as we lead up to it. If there's any news, if there's any leakage, which there won't be because Kirby has that place on lockdown, but just in case there is, we'll be coming at you with that. Final predictions, all that good stuff. But today, Daniel, we're talking about more bowls, the big ones, the Kunas, Daniel, the, the, yes. the preview of our game. We'll, we'll get to lines. We'll get to that sort of thing. Um, but we have more to talk about kind of big global perspective of college football. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the, the two college football playoff games. Um, we'll get to Alabama-Cincinnati in the last segment, and so I know there's a lot of Alabama fans out there that really want to know our take about that game, so it's, that's going to be in segment three. But we are going to start with our good friends, the fine folks over in the Uber Peninsula um, of Michigan. Welcome. I uh, hope hey, you guys. got your passport and came down to Miami to, to be able to go to the game. It's going to be a great time. Uh, it should be it should be wonderful. It's maybe the biggest game in Michigan football history. Uh, semifinal game against Georgia, where you're a eight point underdog. So that is that's exciting times you, for the how Michigan. How dare football you program. disrespect the khakis like that? That man is a legend. Daniel I, coaching. I thought we were done. I thought we were done talking about the khakis this week. Oh. Apparently, <laughs> apparently we are not. Um, okay, but. By the way, really quick, just a um, hard bet line right now for Jim Harbaugh to go to the NFL for one of these open positions after this uh, announced on Monday morning that he's leaving for NFL coach position. I I take a flyer Boy. on that. Yeah, I mean, if you give me the right odds, I would bet mm-hmm. I would bet on it for sure. Um, he is a Michigan man. I, I still don't know what that means, but um, <clears throat> yeah, let's talk about this game. Clint was in a ditch earlier in the week. I was. And he's back. He's he's 100% back. He's feeling 100. great. And so, Clint, let's let's do our official score predictions and okay. our over-unders and spread. Let's do that in segment two. Okay. okay. So sit on that for a second. But in segment one, I would love to know a overall feel for how you predict this game is going to go. Okay. Slow start, quick start, close game, back and forth, blowout. What a, your overall feel for how this game is going to play out? Okay, you, you guys aren't going to like to hear me say this. I'm going to liken it to a game we've already played this year. I'm going to add another one. I hit you with Kentucky. I hit you with Arkansas. Uh, shut I hit out. you sh- again. Shut up. I've hit you with those those likely things. But I'm going to go to another team um, that has great defensive line play. And also a running attack against Auburn. Hey, by the way, Auburn fan. Brian Harson is the guy for the job. The important hey. thing is that you give him a long leash. Long leash. You give him a long leash because he is the man for the job. 
Uh, we dominated that game in totality. Um, and I'm gonna, but so that game is similar to this one. I I think mm-hmm. as it pertains to how this goes. But even a more apt one, and the one that nobody likes that I'm actually fine with this game, is conservative Kirby and the Clemson game. Okay? Oh. Okay. Now, no one likes to hear that, but here's what I'm going to tell you. It's fine. All right? Please. Because it doesn't that, sound fun. That game was two plays from being 24-3 to three at, at a certain point, Daniel. We were, we were close to busting that thing open. JT out there on half a knee. Uh, we were dom- We were pushing that defensive line around y'all, like just manhandling. Our defensive line was manhandling them. Ua Angale could not get anything going. That that vaunted fast, lightning quick, four point two forty yard dash running back mm-hmm. couldn't find any opening. I think it's going to be same similar feel. We're going to come out of the game. Uh, Todd Munkin's going to have maybe one shot to begin the game because if you've taken notice. He's the the opening series on offense has been so scripted. I, we could call the plays right now, Daniel. I could very, call the first five plays. Very, very bland. I think there's going to be one shot. I think there's going to okay. be one wrinkle in it. But outside of that, outside of that one shot, I anticipate uh, inside the phone booth slugfest. Let's feel each other out. Let's see where the push is going. Let's see where we can exploit. Let's get Zeus going. I I do think they're going to try to get Zeus going. Um, and so I would take whatever the under is in the first half, in the first quarter, I would take the under on that, y'all. Okay. Slow start to this game. Slow start. I don't hate that. I do think that there is, you know, there, I, I kind of mentioned this earlier in the week, and I said, you know, I hope Michigan does do this. I hope Michigan tries to be somebody they're not. I don't remember what day that was. Maybe it was Tuesday or something. You were was. blacked out. I I was, it, you, you probably don't even remember. It was not It was not a great time. I'm just so glad, by the way. We haven't even talked about this, Clint. But I'm so glad that tomorrow night, as we're watching this game, I don't have to text with Monday, Clint. Because no. I don't know if I could have gone a whole game you texting would have with not Monday texted Clint. back to me. I would have been saying like just sending ridiculous statements to you, and it would have been met with it would have been left great. on red. So I um so I uh I mentioned this earlier, but I, I do think that there's there's an opportunity for one of these offensive coordinators to really try to come out and break the mold. And I don't know which one it's going to be. I do think it could be Michigan. It could be Todd Munkin. I think it's less likely that it would be Todd Munkin. I think it's more likely that the Michigan coaching staff has looked at this Georgia defense and has said, you know what, we only gained less than 100 yards rushing against Wisconsin. We're probably not going to win this game if we gain less than 100 yards rushing against Georgia because Georgia is much better at every other aspect of football than yep. other than run defense. They're better at every other aspect of football, much more so than Wisconsin is. And so we probably need to be able to run the ball more. And so Michigan might decide to come out and try to pass to set up the run. I do think there's a chance that because of that, you could see a bit of a Tennessee-type start if you're a Georgia fan where Michigan comes out, receives the the opening kickoff. We understand they're not Tennessee. Michigan, we understand you're not Tennessee. Tennessee has a better offense than you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. 
where Michigan comes out, receives the opening kickoff, and goes down the field and maybe scores a touchdown, and now all of a sudden, you know, there's some SEC championship game, you know, whatever thought, fe- thoughts and feelings coming back, and all of a sudden Georgia fans are whatever. But I, I don't necessarily disagree that I think the most likely outcome is a slow start, but I do think, I do think that the Georgia offense by the by midway through the second quarter is going to get it going and and I do think Stetson Bennett's going to be the quarterback when that happens but I, I I it could be not it could be not him as we talked about yesterday on the podcast that's fine with me if it is I do think the offense is going to get it going I think Brock Bowers is going to get it going I think the run game is going to get loose and I think there's going to be some play action opportunities Stetson with his legs and I think you're going to see a really boringly methodical offense for Georgia that just yep. gets the job done against this Michigan defense neutralizes the pass rush. Because again, if Stetson is in, especially we don't have a quarterback that's just trying to take a three-step drop and read the defense and throw the ball. Like that's where the Michigan pass rush, it excels. We mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, we, we have an offense that's, that's not its strength. And so we're, we're predicated on doing other things, which I think will help us. And I do think this Georgia defense is going, maybe they struggle, maybe they have a bit of a hiccup early, but I think they're going to get it together in a significant way. I think Georgia is going to win the turnover battle. And I think the Georgia defense is going to eat the whole game. Clint. Look, there's a, there's a small chance. I, I think there's a small chance the one wrinkle that Michigan may do because they've listened to enough people that talks about the tempo, the pace, if they want to keep getting on the ball and going if they're on time, that might be something they do. Um, but I just I just trust Jim Harbaugh's bravado that he wants to show he he wants to get in a measuring contest with Kirby Smart yeah. in the defense. Like that's sure. I just think that's who he is. Um, it- and and listen, please try to install pace into your offense when you don't have it in twenty days. Please do I, that, and then beg you. play the best defense in, in the last two decades in college. False starts, uh, procedure penalties, all of that's going to come because that's not who you are. So I I just think that he's he's not going to do it. But that's the one wrinkle I could see them trying to do not not to throw all over, but quick little hitches or get um, uh, McCarthy, uh, you know. Yeah, doing his little run game, that sort of thing. Uh, hey, we're going to come back, talk about all of those previews of the bowl games. Uh, but first, one of the issues about NetSuite. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated uh, finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Visibility and control over all of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Uh, John Tweet Sports still looking at that merger with a Canadian conglomerate. It's, Don't know quite yet yeah. what's happening. but it's, We'll ask him next time he's on the pod. Uh, next week, you can automate your processes and close your books with no time in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite for the, fir- for the new year. NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade to netsuite.com slash locked. 
Head to netsuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash locked. All right, let's talk about these lines, Clint. Um, we're both picking Georgia to win this game. Yes, sir. Is that that's 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 safe to say? Uh, yes, sir. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody came to this podcast thinking anything differently, except the Michigan fans who have just been so jilted by you, Clint. Just so betrayed. They are by you. They had. They thought they had something special. They Going, did. This Clint guy, he really knows what he's talking about. This Clint guy, he really gets it. He really understands football. Yeah. This Clint. Um, turns out, Trojan horse, y'all. What's up? Turns out. He does. He does understand football, and he's been watching it all season, and you all guys season. are just getting around to it now. Uh, but let's talk about if you're going to make a wager on this mm-hmm. game, Clint. You're going to put a little cheese down on the game. Can I catch seven – or can I get seven and a half, or is the number still eight if I want to put on – if I want to bet on Georgia? No, the line has moved. Seven and a half, Daniel. You could find seven and, seven a, half and a half at books. That hook is still mm-hmm. there. You can buy that hook down, get it at seven, pay a little juice for it. But seven and a half is the line. Now, are you willing to put your good name and reputation on the line and lock up Georgia minus seven and a half or Michigan plus seven and a half? You can still very much think Georgia is going to win this game and feel good about a Michigan plus seven and a half if you think that a close game is in order. The Clemson game was was right there so right there there look so um, are you taking want, a side in the spread i want no part of the spread daniel because while i think the greatest likelihood is something like 31 to 10 31 13 i think is the greatest likelihood of this game the likelihood just means 50 percent plus one and there's a good chance that if it's not that it's 17 14 it's 20 17 Something like that. Uh, so I want no part of this either way on the line, Daniel. The day the line came out, the second the line came out, it came out Georgia minus seven and a half. That's what it opened. And it's really stayed there the whole time. Went up to eight a little bit. I don't think there's been any sevens. I don't think no. it's gone to no, seven. You got to buy that hook. The day it came out, I made a very large wager. On Georgia minus seven and a half. Um, so I've been sitting on it for now three weeks, this wager. And I will tell you that today, I I wish I had more money in the account so oh. I could do it again. Oh. Because, listen, Clint. Tell me. Georgia's going to score in this game. Okay. This is... Georgia's going to get near 30 in this game. All right. Do you know how I know that? How? I've watched Georgia all season. Now, I've watched what? Georgia against defenses that are good. That are great. Season. I've watched – and do you know what they do all, all those games? On the road they score, in they hostile score environments? Up around 30, they score up around 30 points, Clint. Uh, I was just going to say, your 30 points is giving them five, six points to spare on their average for the season, Daniel. Yeah. So I'll take that. And now you're telling me Uh that a Michigan team that I think is going to be lucky 
to get eight points this game. They might get seven. They might get six. They might get ten. But a Michigan team that I think is going to be lucky to get eight points. And a Georgia team that I feel pretty confident is going to get up around 30. Might be 27. Might be 28. Might be 24. All of those numbers are just fine for me, Clint. Just All fine. of those numbers are very comfortable. This is a this is a lock. Georgia minus seven and a half, and it's all based on this Georgia defense and uh, and our ability to hold them down around that single digit number that I think they that uh, I mean right around our season average. Again, what did John say on Wednesday? Even after the Alabama game, which Alabama fans will tell you, if you haven't asked them yet, please ask them. They want to be asked. Oh, they will tell you that Alabama scored 296 points against Georgia. That is how many that they scored. Yep. And still, Georgia's giving up 9.3 points per game this season. Clint, is that? That's pretty good, and so we hold Michigan right around that average, and I think that 7.5 is pretty easy money, Clint. Uh, Now, where it gets really interesting, this is the one. Give me the under all Mm. day long. We've been saying this. We've been saying this all. This is for Michigan fan. You could jump on board with us here. Michigan fan, all of a sudden, you can say, oh, now this this is a sensible podcast again. Right. Because it's not, you're not going to score a lot of points, Michigan. Sorry to say. Uh, I'm, I think 10 is your ceiling as well. Um, but, but even if that's the case, even if that's the case, Kirby knows that if you choke the clock on Michigan, they don't have that firepower to get back in the game like another team. So he's not stupid. He's not dumb. Uh, I, I think Michigan has enough talent to keep it under 45 that's the one that i'm going to double bet go back to the window on multiple times leading up to friday i did bet i did bet a little georgia money line under 45 combo that's a really nice you can kick that combo you can kick that um that juice down way down on that if you you go ahead and pair those things up well same game parlay um it's interesting you use the word choke to describe playing against Michigan. Were you recently re-watching the Michigan State game, or is that just a word that came to mind when you were well, thinking we, about the Michigan football I can't, team? I can't say khakis anymore to do like the word association game with Jim Harbaugh. I say khakis, you say Jim. I say choke, you say Jim. Same thing mm-hmm. comes into play, Daniel. So mm-hmm. same game, different. You say, you say Mel Tucker, I say Jim's dad, and then yeah. we and then we move on. At, yeah. at the – Less talented, less recruited, less financed school. The basketball school. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tom Izzo out here running around, just making y'all look like idiots. Uh, All right. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about the Cotton Bowl. um, The Cotton Bowl Classic, I believe is what it's called. By the way, cotton can go in a bowl. Yeah, it can. I mean, it usually doesn't, but it, it sure can. Um, uh, first, want to let you know about betonline.ag. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, that under sounds pretty good. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, these guys are idiots. I'm going to bet on Michigan plus 7.5 because Michigan's going to win the game on the field. 
Mm. Either way, you go right over to betonline.ag. You enter the promo code Locked On, and you get a 50% bonus, which means free money to use to make a wager after you make your first deposit. So you make that first deposit. You get that free money when you enter that promo code Locked On. And then you take it and you place it on whatever wager you want, whether it's in this game, another game, a different bowl game, whether it's on a on national championship game coming up on January the 10th, or any of the NFL playoffs, Week 17, Week 18, uh, NFL action, NBA, uh, NHL, wherever your sport is, BetOnline.ag has it. They are your online sportsbook experts, and they are the place that Clint and I trust to place all of our online sports wagers. So go there now. And make sure you enter that promo code LOCKED ON for a 50% bonus on your initial deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. The Cotton Bowl Classic. Here we come. Luke Fickle in the building. Um, just got his team out here to a college football playoff semifinal game, Clint. And I ask you, mm. wouldn't it? Be hilarious if they won. No, Daniel, come on. It would be hilarious. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they won? There's what's the line for this game? Tell the people the line, the over under for this game. Uh, the line is 14. Alabama is favored by 14 if you needed that help. Um, I know that some somebody named Will Anderson believes that uh, Bama has been treated like the underdog all year, which, look, whatever. this is not— Whatever you need, whatever you need Alabama fans, that's fine. The, I was, see, they I was make, just going to say, let's direct this towards Alabama fans because he's a player and he's, a, he's close to adolescence still. Like, he, he's in mm-hmm. college. He's a student. I'm not going to talk to him. But Alabama fan, just shut your hole. Like, sincerely. Please. They make those little pills. Clint, I believe they're blue. They make those for people who need something, a little little oomph. You know, like a little, they need a little extra something. We have, uh, I think think we've told the people about about that through an ad read at some point in the history of Locked On, so... This is the Alabama fan base, Clint. This is what this is. You just listen. I it's none of my business if you need a little extra something to like okay. get things going. Okay. But like, maybe just keep it away from me. That's there just a general that's rule what we're that about. I like. To, that's what we if you. Get. Um, and then the over under on this game, the team total for the game is fifty eight. Daniel, fifty eight. Now listen. There's a. Here's what this game has going against it if you're cheering for chaos or hilarity or Cincinnati, either one of those yeah. things. Which I assume there's not any Cincinnati fans listening to this podcast at this I point. I would sincerely hope not. No. But if if you're cheering for that, what this game has going against it is every year the college football playoff, doesn't it feel like this? has a first-round game that's just an absolute blowout. Just yeah, an absolute involves, woodshed. It, it usually, usually involves, involves Notre Dame. The newly minted LSU coach and yeah. Notre Dame. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. But it just sort of feels like every year somebody gets rolled. 
in the first round of the college football playoff. And, you know, I don't care who you're a fan of. If you're taking wagers of the team most likely to get rolled in the first round of the college football playoff, it's got to be Cincinnati in this game. But, Clint, I do like to bet. Love to bet. And I'll tell you this. I've not placed a bet on this game yet. Okay. Because every time I go to click on that Alabama minus 13 and a half, Clint. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. Something just doesn't feel right about it. I, and this, this is me, I've not done a big deep dive on this game. It's not my game. I plan on watching it. But full disclosure, I plan on being in a full sweat and probably cooking something to distract myself while I watch this game. So I encourage buffalo cheese dip to be that thing that right. you cook. Okay. So I don't know, but something doesn't feel right about this game. Something feels weird about this game. Maybe it's that I watched other Alabama games other than the SEC championship game this year. And sometimes Alabama looks really good, and sometimes Alabama looks like a big turd. And what if they look like that in this game, Clint? Uh, look, you can go time and time again. Uh, 2018, Notre Dame gets walloped by Clemson, but then there was a close one, uh, Alabama and Oklahoma. 2015, uh, when the... I, Wait a second. The Michigan – no, Michigan State made the playoff. Oh, that's the team that made the playoff for Michigan. That's the one. 38-0. to zero. Um, And then Clemson and Oklahoma, 37. That was kind of lopsided on, on both sides of that. So there have been these lopsided affairs. I can keep going down the list. You know, Alabama, Clemson, Alabama beats them 24-6, uh, 2018. Um, you're right. There is that. But, Daniel, something – Something feels weird about this. Now, if I was going to pick one bet to really feel good about, okay. the over-under in the first half is 29 and a half. Okay. Okay. I feel really good about that under. Really okay. good you about think, that under. You think Fickle's defense comes out and gets some stops? Because what you're concerned with – okay, so uh, Mechie – I forget. Is he playing in that game? Is he playing for the rest of college football in Alabama? No, he's not. Um, no, he's not. They got – they got one wide receiver who's of note, a transfer kid, which he's all mm -hmm. world. Uh, you he's still great. got a great quarterback in Bryce Young, I understand. Um, I, I think Fickle's defense comes out fighting in the first half. I think they're two opponents that haven't played each other ever, I don't think, you know, like in the history of the sport. I'm sure Certainly that's not, not in a way that's relevant to this game. There it is. That's much better. Um, so I think, yeah, that, that first half stat gives me a lot of a lot of pause to really really bet that and then yeah the the 14 points or the 13 and the half man that's tempting because the strength of cincinnati okay now listen the strength of their defense is the defensive backfield they got two kids that are going to go first round in that db backfield daniel i'm just saying fickle wants to make an what kind of name would he make? I think they keep it close in the first half. Give me that. And even if you wanted to, seven is the first half uh, line. I think they keep it within that. Second half, yeah, things might get a little lopsided. Look, you didn't read all the numbers off the sheet there. I know. I know. I'm sorry. You gave I was, me I was Alabama. You gave me Alabama minus 14. Uh -huh. 
You gave me over-under 57, whatever. 58. You gave me first half over-under 20... 29 nine. and a half. Yep. There's another number on that sheet, Clint. What does it say next to oh, here Cincinnati? We here we go. Go two columns over. The second what's column. That? What's that number? Plus 380. Listen, Sprinkle guys. Sprinkle some of that just on that maybe, line. Just maybe... Maybe drizzle a little hot fudge right on top of that money line. Okay. Even more so, the again, the first half money line. The first half money line for Cincy to be leading at half. 285. Plus 285. Okay. That one is intriguing as all get out to me. Wouldn't it be... <laughs> hilarious it would it really really would y'all if okay um we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow's the day of the game but clint and i will be mm. here we will be talking about things that we're excited about for the game things that we're nervous about things that you shouldn't sleep on and we hope that you'll join us for that here on the lockdown bulldogs podcast and lockdown podcast network see ya see ya